up on today's tea with kenny p ken discusses our new sponsor as he drinks ethereal happiness chai then ken goes into a big rant probably about star trek after which ken interviews someone from ethereal happiness tea marketing department i guess this is the episode we finally sell out dear listener there's an incredible freedom that comes with using a cellular phone i got all my guys working on it right now and once you've experienced it there's no turning back now, through this special TV offer, you can receive a Motorola flip phone with Cellular One service for just pennies a day. Now everyone can enjoy the freedom of a personal cellular phone. You can make a call anywhere or get a call anytime. Hi. Stuck in traffic? Call and change that meeting before you're late. Yeah, Dan, let's change the meeting to 10. Change of plans? Call me if you need No problem with the flip phone. Hello, dear listener. Welcome to today's tea. Can you feel the excitement? We've got a sponsor. The excited phone? Hello? Phone? Yes, terrific. Phone and I have been having a little spat ever since a recent incident at the grocery store. You see, Phone and I were walking down the salad dressing and condiments aisle, and Phone was in my breast pocket of my typical Canadian flannel shirt, and I felt a tingling in my, well, my bosom region. Perhaps my heart was a flutter at the new line of President's Choice Maple Balsamic Dressing. Perhaps it was my glistening pectorals, involuntarily doing that quivering thing that, you know, the rock does sometimes. Only my pectorals are, are buried under a layer of some man boobage. Anyway, I interpreted my quivering bosom as a phantom tax notification. You know, from the wife, most like, telling me to get English muffins or whatnot. So I take the phone out of my pocket and I... Carelessly. What now? Oh, I was just adding that you carelessly manhandled me out of your pocket. I carelessly manhandled the phone out of my pocket with my right hand, and she slipped out of my delicate grip. So I tried to do the old left-hand scoop, you know, in an attempt to rescue phone from hitting the floor. I scoop down with my left hand with all the athletic precision I can muster and end up just swiping phone into a shelf of affermented salad dressings. And it was a hard launch, too. It wouldn't surprise me if I cracked a dressing bottle. But there wasn't a mess, not an immediate mess, anyhow. But I looked down at phone and I noticed two things. Number one, there's no text or any other type of notification. So I really ought to see a doctor regarding my vibrating bosom. And number two, there's all these tiny cracks in phone screen. I could still read and use a screen, but I was troubled by these tiny cracks. Oh, I hope I didn't concern you too much. It's just that my screen tends to break when you throw me at a bottle of salad dressing. Anyway, I go home and start looking at Amazon for replacement screens. It looks like you can replace the glass for pretty cheap. If you've got the steady hands and steely resolve of a neurosurgeon... Well, I wouldn't want to put you out. I look on the LG website for an official company repair. Fun fact, dear listener. For those who obsess about today's tea-related trivia, phone currently inhabits an LG G4. 
with a green case. In early episodes of today's tea, phone was a Galaxy 3. So I guess it's a little like when they replaced Becky on Roseanne, or the mom on Fresh Prince. Except phone is an AI construct, which will run on any Android device. So it's more like they transplanted old Becky's brain into new Becky between seasons. Side note, I've been meaning to write some fan fiction on the fate of Judy Winslow, which was the youngest daughter on Family Matters. One episode, mid-season, she went up the stairs and was never seen or mentioned again. And that series ran four more seasons. A Becky Connor brain transplant would be a good follow-up. Feel free to use that idea for your own fan fiction, dear listener. Maybe we can e-publish an anthology together. Start a new genre, sitcom punk. But we can workshop the name later. Anyway, back to Phone's predicament. The hairline fractures in Phone's screen weren't affecting her usability. My usability. Do you hear the way he talks about me? But I was worried that she was in a fragile state, and eventually she'd just crumble in my hands if I didn't fix her. I'm right here, you know. So I showed phone to my wife, and she asked, Is there a screen protector on it? She's always referring to me as it. I said yes. I think the screen protector might be all that's holding her screen together. And my wife rips off the screen protector. Ouch. And holds it up to me covered in tiny little cracks. To my amazement, phone screen is pristine. Even those scratches were gone from when I put her in my pocket with my keys. This is how he treats his podcast co-hosts, dear listener, like machinery. Needless to say, I bought phone a replacement screen protector, one of the good rigid ones. Anyway, dear listener, you may remember at the top of the show I mentioned we had a sponsor, You know, for more of that sweet, sweet screen protector money. This episode, dear listener, is sponsored by Ethereal Bliss Happiness Tea. They've sent along some ad copy here and told me I I can go off script as long as I hit the main points written in bold. But you know what? I'm just going to read it. I don't want to blow it with my first ad read. Peace and ecstasy to you, weary traveler. We at the Ethereal Bliss Tea Compound invite you to bathe your chakra in our masala chai. Many have tried our tea and found the subtle peppery bite with soft nutty finish to be so satisfying that they've written us requesting our free pamphlet full of useful information regarding our founder Kevin. We at the Ethereal Bliss Tea Compound, along with our founder Kevin, would like to assure you that we're not a cult. Rather, we're just enthusiastic about tea. Like, really enthusiastic. Also, we just so happen to share similar viewpoints on optimal fennel to clove ratio, ideal water temperature, and developing a cosmic aura to defend against harmful extraterrestrial psychic energy. Not in a spiritual sense, just more of a a life hack, if you will. Well, and this is exciting, dear listener. They sent me some Ethereal Bliss Happiness Try to try out. Now, dear listener, I want to assure you that even though, full disclosure, Ethereal Bliss Happiness Tea is sponsoring this episode, I'll do my best to provide a fair and balanced review. So, well, here goes. Wow, no fooling. This is pretty good chai. On on the initial sip, you get like a, a peppery hit, not too spicy but enough to make you wonder if there might be some chili in there. 
And again, it's not overwhelming. There's not enough that you start to think, well, this is going to be all about the pepper. And then the, the pepperiness crescendos. And you ride on a symphony of, of fennel and cloves, like you're surfing a wave towards a cinnamon beach. And all you want to do is grab your board and get back out there to chase that peppery crest. Wow, ethereal bliss, happiness, Chai. That's today's tea. What did the ad say the, the founder's name was? Kevin? Yeah, Kevin. Well, Kevin, I'm definitely writing in for a free information pamphlet. I mean, I've got to know more about this guy's view on fennel-to-clove ratio, right? And water temperature? And cosmic auras and whatnot? I mean, sign me up. I wonder if they give tours of the compound. Are you a girl? Is that a girl? That's a girl. I'm not likely to get a tattoo. I mean, I think they're great on other people. But they're, they're just not me, you know? Like leather pants. You're looking at them and they look great on your friend. But for some reason, you just, you know, you can't pull it off. Like you try and wear them and suddenly you're... Some sort of shim-sham cosplay version of a leather pants guy. Not a real leather pants guy. But also, literally, they, they seem like they'd be difficult to pull off. Physically, I mean. Anyway, that's my stance on leather pants and tattoos. But let's say I were forced to get a tattoo. Well, the first thing that comes to mind is something Star Trek related. Maybe a full Spock on my bicep. Or an insignia. Science, maybe. Or maybe a, maybe just a generic one. I mean, why put myself in a box, right? You can't, put, you can't pin this guy down. One day I'm working in engineering, elbow deep in a dilithium crystal depolarizer. Next thing you know, I'm barking orders into the ship PA system or serving drinks with a weird graduation type hat on. Side note. Do you think they have morning announcements on the ship's PA, like like in high school? Maybe, say, the Starfleet Pledge of Allegiance? Anyway, the point I'm trying to get to is, I like Star Trek. I like it so much that I guess I'm willing to discuss hypothetical tattoos, I guess? I don't exactly know what my point was there, but like every conversation I've ever had in my life, eventually I'll steer it towards Star Trek. And maybe you're wondering, dear listener, why I'm stating the obvious. You're thinking, yes, we get it. Clearly you're a Star Trek fan, which I gathered because it comes up one way or another in every single episode. Also, it's not typically the sort of thing one lies about. So yes, congratulations, I believe you are a Star Trek fan. Or Trekkie or Trekker. Because who really cares what the current term is? You know who cares about the term? People who are embarrassed by others in the community. And want to lump all the weirdos into that other group. Well, I'm not embarrassed. Go ahead and lump me in with the lady who does needlepoint fan art of Brent Spiner. Or the Klingon death metal band. Because ultimately, I belong in that group. As a teen, I made a batleth out of chrome-painted mahogany. Yeah, I was that guy. And did I hide that batleth under a bushel? A shiny, rounded hunk of shame crammed into the darkest corner of my closet? 
Dear listener, I answer with a resounding no, or go be, as my Klingon friends would say. No, I brought it into school, and unlike the tattoos and leather pants look that I just can't pull off, well, the batleth and leather flying cap I wore to school fit me like a glove. Oh, I could pull off that look, dear listener. That look was entirely Ken. So then I get the news that CBS is filming their new Trek series in none other than Toronto, Ontario, just a few short hours from where I'm recording this here podcast. I think I can do it in under two if the traffic's right. But the point is, it's so close, dear listener. It's like when the Carnies would come and set up the Ferris wheel at the Civic Center parking lot at the end of my street, and I could watch and hear from my bedroom window but it's past little Kenny's bedtime. And maybe we'll go tomorrow, but in the meantime, you just stay here, Kenny, to stare at the dinosaurs on your wall until you pass out, and I'm ushered into dreamland, only to dream about not being allowed to go on a Ferris wheel because I'm naked, and all the carnies point and laugh because apparently you can't ride a Ferris wheel naked, and somehow I'd forgotten to put on clothes. Anyway, this may sound audacious, dear listener, but I can't help but feel. Why would they film my favorite television show in my neighborhood? Well, let's say extended neighborhood. They didn't want me to try and get involved in some capacity. I mean, am I crazy for thinking I gotta try? Dear listener, I know there's a lot of big Trek fans out there. I'm just one in a legion of Trek fans some of whom have actual Trek tattoos, not just hypothetical ones. Some have given their children Klingon names, or have had surgically altered Vulcan ears. So what makes me special? Why should yours truly, Kenny P., get a teeny tiny extra part when there are so many who would enthusiastically give a prominent limb to get to be the one who washes Patrick Stewart's season one spandex jumper? Well, I must confess, dear listener, not much. However, I will say this. I'm the one who's willing to ask. Like the shy, beautiful girl in your high school, destined for a career in modeling, yet her date card is empty, because not a single boy has the courage or self-confidence to ask her out. Well, dear listener, I vow to you now that I'll get out my dippity-doo hair-styling gel and oxy-clean acne pads, and I'll shave those few straggly whiskers on my chin, pluck that unruly unibrow, and put on my favorite shirt, a tie-dyed long sleeve with a neon Saturn on it, and my best baggy jeans, and I'll walk up to Star Trek, I don't know, their, their casting agent, and I'll say, Will you go to the prom with me? And next thing you know, I'm that guy wearing the male duty scant in the background of Corridor 47G next to the Jeffreys tube, just tapping random spots on the console screen. And if you're in a spot where you can safely Google, dear listener, you should do an image search for male duty scant, just to get the visual I'm trying to convey. Now, how do I go about achieving this dream? I honestly have no idea, but I'll find out how to pursue it with gusto. And let me know if you have any ideas, dear listener. Ken at today's tea with Kenny P com or at Pelican on Twitter. But I'll find out and per pursue it with gusto. And right now, all I can do is promise to keep you posted. 
Watch this space. Drum circles are all about getting in sync with your teammates. And when we're in sync, it shows in how we focus on our customers. Faster, friendlier, and higher customer satisfaction. Sometimes you have to improvise to meet your customers' needs. Well, dear listener, I enjoyed that ethereal bliss happiness chai so much that I reached out to the ethereal bliss compound and spoke with a lovely lady named named Annabelle May Limpenstone. Annabelle was nice enough to let me record it. So, without further ado, here's my interview with Annabelle of the Ethereal Bliss Tea Compound. Hello, Annabelle. It's, it's nice to speak with you. I've got to say, I, I really enjoyed your tea. Well, bless you, sweet puddin'. I'm so glad the team at Tea liking. So you're at the tea compound, which is in Chipsburg, Tennessee, correct? Well, a little ways outside Chipsburg, actually. If you hit the Piggly Wiggly, you're gone too far. <laughs> That's one of my sayings, you might say. Like I ought to get it on a t-shirt. I say it so much. The Piggly Wiggly, that's a, a grocery store, right? I'm sorry, I, f- I forgot. You probably don't have grocery stores up in Chilly Willy, Canada, huh? Grocery stores? Yeah, yeah, we we have those. Well, right. But you see, in the U.S., our grocery stores have more than maple syrup and that weird ham, what you call bacon. And what you call it, that? That back teen with the fries and cheese all over it? Right, yes, uh, poutine. And about, what's your role at Ethereal Bliss? Well, I'm in the marketing department here, sugar. So I reach out to tea podcasts like yourself. Also, I'm up on the activities committee. And, I, and also, I harmonize the crystals, you know. So, what's involved in in harmonizing crystals? What does that mean? Well, you, I'll tell you. You know about them extraterrestrials and whatnot, like little green men and such. Not all of them. It little ETs is friendly, especially to Kevin in this here compound. You see, they don't want him sharing this here. Chai tea with mankind, so the the crystals think of them as like batteries for our alien busting equipment, and like a battery goes dead and needs a recharge. Y'all have rechargeable batteries up in Canada? Yeah, we sure do. In fact, you can buy them at our grocery stores. Whoa, whoa, call back. Well, look at you, you feisty Canadians with your grocery store batteries. Anyway, these crystals, like a Canadian grocery store battery, need to be reharmonized. So Kevin, he overheard me singing one time. You see, sometimes I like to sing a little at work, like I imagine you Canadians do. You know, when you're, when you're, lumberjacking or or clubbing them seals well i sing a little of that sweet dolly parton you know working nine to five 
Yeah, I like Dolly. What a way to make a living. And Kevin was like, Hi, Annabelle. Did you know your singing voice resonates in the same frequency what harmonizes our alien defense crystals? And I was just so touched. Kevin has a way of making a gal feel special, you know? And is it Kevin who taught you about aliens and crystals and things like that? Well, I guess you can say he opened my eyes to it. But, I mean, it's already out there plain as day. See, Kevin used to run a food truck, and he'd drive around to different instruction sites, selling snacks and whatnot. And there was a Starbucks. Y'all have Starbucks in Canada? Well, not on every block like the U.S. has, but, yeah, we've got Starbucks. Well, they're doing construction next to a Starbucks near my apartment at the time, and I used to walk by there, you know, with a little extra sass, you know, and the construction boys. Well, they used to whistle and, and do like a wolf howl thing, and they'd yell like, Hey, pretty face, is that, is that sponge cake you're shaking? Because cause we're playing out of forks. You know, and, and stuff like that. And I won't lie, it, it made me feel good about myself. But this one day, they were just like completely ignoring me. Like a, like a holiday fruitcake. Well, I went into Starbucks and I ordered, you know how they got them funny names? Like, like a Vince de Soy Life Chocomodo? Yeah, I always thought that was weird. It's, it's like a Italian or something? Well, no. Well, put your finger on that, because we'll come right back around to that in a second. So I'm all depressed because of the construction boys. And I ordered me the, the what did I call it? The Vince D. Soy Life, the Vince D. Soy Life Chocomoto. And the server, you know, he's wearing like a, like a little girl's t-shirt and a scarf and he's got like a, a braided beard and a and a bun up on top of his head and he asked my name and whether I want any room and I don't know what he's insinuating, sugar. But I say no thank you very much and I take my money, I march right out of there because sir I'm a lady. So but between being completely ignored by them construction fellas and shimshazzled by the strange coffee man, my morning just completely ruined. And I walk by Kim's food truck, and he, he calls out. He says, hi, you look like you're having a rough day. Why don't you come over and have some, some chai tea on me, sugar? And I've been working alongside Kim ever since. I'm sorry, Shut. Could you just hold on a witsy little second? Greg? Greg? Greg! Now, I've got this room booked until quarter two. Y'all just gonna have to start your drum circle later. No, Greg, I'm doing a podcast. Talking tea with Carrie or something like that. Well, I don't know if it'll work on your Zoom, Greg. 
I'm in the middle of it now. Hi. Hi, you still there? Listen, I'm I'm gonna have to start wrapping this up soon. The fellas here don't like to wait for the drum circle, you know? Okay, yeah, just, you were gonna circle back to the Starbucks language? Yeah, oh yeah, totally, totally aliens. You look up Vance de Soy Laugh Chakamoto in one of them Italian dictionaries. Except you won't find it, sugar, because it ain't there. It's what the aliens do to condition us so that without even noticing, we're just one big happy community all speaking the same weird Starbucks language. I mean, Starbucks. It's it's right there. It's plain. It's right there, plain in the name. I'm I'm wrapping up now, Greg. Yes, yes, right now. I I'm saying goodbye. Well, okay. Hi, still there? Yeah, hi. Yeah, it sounds like you gotta go. Yeah, listen, sugar. You. You read over that pamphlet, and you know how to reach me, okay? 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 You know how to reach me, okay? Okay, thanks, Annabelle, for your time. And special thanks for... Well, I guess she's gone. Until next time, dear listener, I guess I'll be teeing you. <laughs> Thank you for listening to today's Tea with Kenny P. Please send your questions, thoughts, and feedback to Ken at todaysteawithkennyp.com or at Pelican on Twitter. If you like the show, give it a glowing review wherever you find podcasts. And better yet, recommend this show to a friend.